and welcome back to Daddy. Hey, it's been a while. It has. Something about us or nothing of note has really happened since we've gotten. <laughs> no, definitely no big conspiracy theories no, or anything. Like the- the political climate is pretty stable and uneventful. Yeah. The social health climate is uh, <laughs> definitely nothing that we would find interesting enough to talk about. Nothing at all. No, um, I know you've all been waiting on bated breath for us to return. Yeah, we hope you're suffocated at this point. So there might be some background noise. Um, because it's sunny and in Cardiff and there are people out the window so we're sorry about that but we will do our best to talk far louder than them I'm not I'll never apologise for sunny Cardiff that's that's fair enough never you people can suck it up <laughs> I'm sorry I... can we stop can we not insult our, <laughs> our very small bits as soon as we start you can go and be two and a half minutes I've lost my bond with the people now <laughs> the bond with the people yeah I'm no longer a woman of the people I'm a <laughs> nasty lady <laughs> a little bit this time and see how it goes we might go back to the old format if we don't like it but we've decided at the moment because we um well basically because we love to talk too much yeah we've decided to do one topic an episode instead of us both doing one and then just alternate but then yeah just one of us doing it not like the terrible first episode where we both tried to do one together I like that. Uh, it was... I mean, I've got a fondness for it like a raggedy street dog, but it was terrible. Yeah. Terrible yeah. <laughs> it's like a fondness for your, like, your school artwork. It's, a, it's, a it's like a sock with, like, fucking 60 souls and... Souls? <laughs> I keep all my other souls I have in socks. Can you please stop storing all your souls in a sock? <laughs> people have had strokes over the last yeah. three years. Fucking hell. Yes, it's... <laughs> Tip of the tongue, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. <laughs> I don't know why that's one because that's really easy to say. <laughs> Someone get tongue twisters is, is your, the way you enunciate. Oh, is it the rain? I can't hold my eyes. The rain in so. Spain falls mainly on the plane. Like that. That's exactly how you want a person to talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So are we going to talk like that all the way through? <gasps> Well, yes, we are. Well, <laughs> so, uh, let's pretend we've not seen each other for three years. What's happened with your life? Um, oh, depressingly little. i got to be honest, considering <laughs> everything going on. Fucking nothing. I lost a job and then got a job again. And heaven knows you're miserable now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, are you ready? Um, oh, it's literally it. <laughs> I got, well, um, I'm... I'm one the one half of this podcast who got their owner, the other half somehow made of stone. I have no I I I'm actually getting a little bit offended that despite <laughs> the fact that I've worked on COVID wards, I've worked in A and E, I get public transport every day, I've worked in GP. COVID does not want me. It just will not enter my body. COVID doesn't want you for a sunbeam, buddy. What about your three years? <laughs> um, you just said what you did. <laughs> yeah, I looked up in a pandemic. Yeah. It's been a bit boring. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we've not got any. <laughs> I got engaged. Oh, yeah, that's, 
a bit interesting. Yes, you know, we'll see. <laughs> you sound so loved up and sure. No, I'm very excited. Um, I'm excited, some chicken lady. Yes. Yeah. I'm in charge of the chickens on the day, queen of the hens. Queen of the hens. It's going to be uh, excellent. Have we preambled long enough? I think we have. I think we're um, frosty. Um, <laughs> Are we limbered up and ready to roll? I think I think we're far from limbered up, but I think we're about as limbered as we're going to get for this episode. Uh, okay. Stick with us and we'll learn how to talk again in the coming apps. Apps. Who fucks with apps? Apps in real life. In the coming apps. St- find us on the net. Surf the net, find us on the web and listen to our apps. This is technically like season two. On the body. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. We were forced into a series by uh, the hiatus that was the global <laughs> pandemic. So, when we decided to come back and do this again, a sensible person, I think, would have picked a gentle topic to ease us into it. Yeah. I did not pick a gentle topic, and I want to do this justice, and I'm really afraid that it's going to be shit, because we haven't done it. So, okay. uh, so please pretend to find it interesting, even if you don't. Okay. I can't promise anything. Okay. So, um, do you still think you know what it might be? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Porsche. Yeah. What's one plus one? Two. Yeah. What colour's the sky? Grey. Actually, not today, but mostly. Yeah. <laughs> what shape is the Earth? Round. Maybe. Okay, I was wrong. Oh, yes! <laughs> I'm doing flat Earth, bitches. <laughs> My brain has been turned to jelly by watching talks and talks and interviews and interviews from flat earthers for the past two days because that's how long I've been doing this research for. I was in a flat earth Facebook group for a while purely for uh, the laughter. (laughs) It was recommended to me by a friend for some cheap laughs. Honestly, it weren't that funny because these people were terrifyingly stupid. It's scary, isn't it? You kind of go, oh, they're a bit silly and then you look into it and it's like unfathomable. Yeah. Now, one thing I was really worried about is that all of them seemed to go, when I first got into Flat Earth, I was looking to disprove it and, like, because I didn't believe in it. And I was like, what if I end up one of them? <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine <laughs> if you came back after fucking three years and were like, I've got a special announcement to make. I'm a, I'm a Flat Earther now. So... That'd be an interesting dynamic, wouldn't it? (laughs) Never mind the old sceptic and the believer trope. It's the (laughs) flat earth earth, uh, (laughs) and the very confused friend. (laughs) And concerned friend. So, what what we know about the earth. Stupid way to start. (laughs) So, back 500 odd years ago, um, in the 16th century, Copernicus came up with the hypothesis that the Earth is not only round, but it rotates around the sun, orbits around the sun. This is called a heliocentric model. This took, like, a hundred years to be accepted. Okay. But, um... But with even though no one had actually confirmed it by going up there because of technology at the time, the maths and the theory held together enough 
Before all of this, religion had depicted the earth as flat with something called the firmament. All religion, major religions did. It wasn't just Christianity, which is what I think of when I think of the word firmament because it's in Genesis. Um, <laughs> but um, the firmament, um, which is depicted in, in sort of art of the time, is a, a dome around the earth. Right. Uh, Stephen King style. What did they think the dome was? We will talk about oh. what the dome is. <laughs> so sorry, I shan't ask questions. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> this is my time. Um, but religions later just sort of adapted to it as it became more acknowledged. So, yeah, cool dome, man. Take him Um So, skip forward 200 years. Mm-hmm. Zachy Newton. Chilling under a tree and gets bonked on the head by an apple. We all know the story. And he's like, oop, there goes gravity. Um, This sort of encouraged the heliocentric model of the solar system um, because it explains why things are round. It explains why things orbit. Why do you explain why things are round? Because... Please don't make me explain. That's what it's called. That apple is round as shit. That's got to be gravity motion. It's because if gravity's in a vacuum, everything is going to become perfectly spherical because of the way it, the density. I don't know. Okay. Please don't don't make me look a fool in front of everyone. I just said that. I was like, obviously. And I thought if I said it with enough confidence, you wouldn't ask. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, but gravity is essential for the heliocentric, and it, it obviously is the reason why we orbit the sun. Okay. Because the gravity of the sun pulls the Earth yeah. around it. So then we took a break from scientists okay. for a little bit, and there was an English writer who clearly knew his shit um, in the 19th century who decided he definitely knew more than these people. Um, so he published a little pamphlet Aww. about Earth not called Earth's Not a Globe. Well, that was the book, but he also had a pamphlet. I'm in. Uh, give me a pamphlet on anything. <laughs> I'm sold. Um, so his theory was that the Earth is actually a flat disk surround, um, so with the North Pole's in the middle and the South Pole, the Antar- Antarctica, is like a wall of ice around it. So if you got a globe, looked down from the top and splattered it. You know? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Um, he was like very into sort of like biblical literalism, taking the Bible, the Bible, <laughs> <laughs> the literally. Um, so he, you know, literally, you know, a little page turn a leaflet, of, you know, loves his leaflets, um, called the inconsistency of modern astron astronomy. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a little leaflet called the inconsistency of modern astronomy. And its opposition to the scriptures, meaning okay. the Bible. So we're gonna go ahead a little bit more. And um, there's a guy called Sam Shenton from Dover. I'm very upset that all of the people who started this were, Eng- were British, by the way. Oh, this seems like Christ. such an American thing. Were they all English? So it feels like an English thing. Yeah. Well, this is Sam- Sammy is from Dover. So Sammy invented, uh, invented, created the International Flat Earth Research Society. Fucking hell, that was hard to say. And his aim was to sort of get that out to children before they learnt that the um, what the schools were teaching that the world was round. Right. Um, but this was in sort of the mid-50s. And unfortunately for Sam, Samuel, Mr. Shenton, whatever you want to call him, um, Sam, we best mates, me and Sam <laughs> Shenton. <laughs> um, this sort of happened at the same time as the space race. Right. So he was kind of shunned aside and ignored for a bit. 
But he had a bit of a resurgence later on mm. when he was sort of like saying it's really easy to fool the public with a photograph. It's a deception and I don't like it. So that was OG Flat Earth. Okay. Right. It sort of came back in the era of internet thanks to a man called Matt Boylan. Right. Right. Matt Boylan has a very cool internet name. His internet name is Math Powerland, and I will only be referring to him as Math from now on. Um, He says that he used to work as a contract artist for NASA, and one time he was at this cool party with some high-up NASA people. NASA have that many parties. I worked it was Christmas. I can't see it. So apparently this contract artist, who's not a scientist, but paints concert photos, I assume. Pictures, not photos. Um, Was told by an official that the GPS system doesn't work in Antarctica because the world is flat. And everyone around is sort of laughing and giggling and his superiors across from him giving a little smirk. And Matt thought this meant... Oh, the, the, this is true. <laughs> They're clearly laughing out of sincerity. So stupid. So um, he sort of rebirthed it into the 21st century and had YouTube on his side. Okay. So that's that's Matt. We might come back to him later. Um, a guy that I may talk a lot about, I watched um, the documentary Behind the Curve on Netflix. Um, if you've seen this, you probably could not listen to me because I'm just going to basically read the whole thing <laughs> out and transcribe. Um, it follows this guy called Mark Sargent, who they call the King of the Flat Earthers. He has a YouTube thing, and a lot of the sort of research and in inverted commas that I'm going to talk about is based on what he's done. Like I've seen him. I will show you a picture of him in a bit. Oh, is he on, uh, yeah, on, on this GMTV. morning? Yeah, yeah, this morning. GMTV. GMTV, fucking hell. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I watched that when it was on. So he was, like, sort of saying... He was, like, really into his conspiracies, but he even, even he didn't want to touch Flat Earth because it was stupid. Okay. But he got bored one day and then did. Okay. And it all sounds really culty because this is how they all do it. It's like, yeah. oh, I didn't even believe in it. But then, you know, it's like, yeah. like shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like people culting themselves. Yeah. Because, like, in a cult, obviously, like, they, they tend to pick vulnerable people who want to hear what they've got to say. And it's like these people are the opposite of that. And they somehow convincing themselves of this culture and just entering themselves. <laughs> it's so weird. It's the dream for a cult leader. <laughs> but I think the idea is, in terms of getting them, they all say, and then I looked into it and it was obvious to me. Yeah, it's really weird that they're all sort of like, I didn't believe in it, but the, and it seems like they're trying to convince sceptics that... Um, they were one of them once, too, you know, to try yeah. and pull them in. Um, but Mark obviously realised the truth, released a little YouTube series called Clues, um, which is quite fun to watch if you're up for it. Um, Absolutely and, up for it. And then he basically, Mark now thinks he's famous. He keeps saying, I'm not famous, but he's wearing a shirt that says, I am Mark Sargent on it, and it's, it's weird. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about Mark for now. I will mention him later, which is why I had to mention him at the start, so you know what I was talking about. So, should we talk about what the Flat Earth, what they believe is, first? Uh, no, thank you. Oh. Right, okay then, guys. (laughs) Right. So, the idea is that 
the Earth is a disk in space rather than a, a globe. And they don't like it when we say not round because it is round because it's a disk. Uh, <laughs> the idea is that it's surrounded by this Game of Thrones style, like 200 foot ice wall, which is Antarctica. The whole disk or just the middle of the disk? The whole disk. Okay. So the North Pole's in the middle. Um, hang on, let me show you. Um, I will put a picture on later, so. Okay. Yeah. There'll be pictures on the Instagram, uh, Dead Square Podcast. So what are we called? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and um, some, uh, uh, a fair portion of them, uh, think that there is a dome covering it. This dome um, is like more sync. It's like a sort of ultra HD projector. Okay. Which has been there for eternity, and that the sun, the moon, and all cosmic bodies are projections. So how can we feel the warm sun? Because we are living in, like, a terrarium, essentially. So they do think the sun exists? I think that... Is, some of them think that the sun is just a project, a light, like a, a torch, um, which does give off some heat. Some think that it's a, a much smaller and much closer. Okay, that sounds very stupid. <laughs> yeah, this is only the beginning. <laughs> so it's basically that it's, like... The Truman Show, which is why I was talking about The Truman Show last night. Okay. Um, but on a... I was trying to convince you to let me watch it so I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> but on a massive scale where everyone is, is trapped but doesn't know it and is living their life as normal. Um, so they believe this dome is really of really intelligent design, but nobody knows why. Okay. <laughs> and why that exists and why this makes more sense than... A ball spinning through space. Do you have any ideas on why? Any, any? Um, I, if I'm honest, I didn't get that far. I mean, through. I can't see that they would be the type who are like, I've got some ideas, but I can't prove them, so I'm not going to say them out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that kind of feeling from them. It's it's funny because they say that that's perfectly possible that this has been engineered to have a globe over it, a dome over it, but it's impossible that we're on a ball that's spinning through space at a hundred thousand miles an hour. More than that, but whatever. They also don't think gravity exists because if gravity exists, the flat Earth doesn't make sense. They think it's just a theory. Gravity's just a theory, which means that it doesn't exist. Okay. They say it's incompatible. So basically, someone's gone. The the world can't be flat because of gravity, and they've gone. Well, maybe gravity's not real. Yeah, it can't be gravity. <laughs> so their their theory, the working theory, is is something about negative charges of the electromagnetic fields. So they think that the further away you get from the core, the more negative charge there is, and that things just kind of float based on the density, and that's what gravity is. <laughs> um, um, which makes sense because density is not a a force and science has proven that you need like force for velocity and stuff like that there's a lot of me taking your word off uh, on this please just continue to I do that do not do physics I've not, I've not done mechanics for a very long time they argue that it doesn't make sense that the ocean stays on the floor even though water's really light 
but birds can fly. <laughs> Not really bearing in mind that the birds have the opposing force of their wings to keep them up, and oceans don't have wings. <laughs> <laughs> but you were flown in the wrong oceans, my friend. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, that's one of the huge arguments. Um, they also believe a lot of other sort of conspiracies, like global warming's a myth to build, build fear, um, and also the aliens... Um, are actually just creatures from beyond the Antarctic. So these tend to be people who don't believe in domes um, who have come over and that's why we get aliens because they were obviously aliens are real. Okay. But planets aren't. Okay. Yeah. Got it? Cool. You with me? Cool. Yeah. So what do the aliens live on? They live like they the beyond, beyond the Antarctic which yeah, we're not allowed to cross. Out there. So some people say there's more discs. Yeah. Some people say that it's the the planet. It's basically just the exact same thing as the universe, except for discs instead of yeah. balls. Um, but um, but some say that the world that we live on is infinite, but we've got a dome over our part of it. Okay. I don't know. Why can't we see past Antarctica? We'll get there. Okay. It's actually that bit is the only bit that's actually quite interesting. I mean, it's all interesting, but you know what the fuck way? Not in a what the fuck way? Okay. So, and we'll now talk about sort of why they think it, because that's... I don't understand how you come to this conclusion. <laughs> so, the main thing is... And this is what they want... You don't need maths, because you can see it. When you look across the water, you can see a boat that's really far away. And if the Earth was curved, that boat would... You wouldn't be able to see the boat. Okay. You wouldn't be able to see across from um, Mumbles Pier to the other side of Swansea and to Port Talbot. Okay, and um, when you're up on a plane and can see the curvature of the earth? <laughs> that's, that's just people wanting to believe that. Um, and that's what Mark thinks. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to believe this. I fucking love curves. <laughs> Who doesn't love curves? Yeah. Um, so, and then as technology advances, your infrared cameras and things, that proves it even more. I don't think they seem to grasp how big the Earth is and yeah. how small the curve is. Yeah. And they keep... Something that a lot of them sort of spill out is this... Um, the curvature of the Earth is eight inches per square mile which is a bollocks number that means nothing. Um, first of all, that kind of formula doesn't equal a curve. It equals like a parabolic curve, which is a lot steeper. Um, and it's a 2D curve. It mathematically does not equate to the curve of the Earth, which would require trigonometry, and the actual equation is far different. So they're all doing this 8-inch per, per square mile thing to calculate when they shouldn't be able to see something over the horizon. But it's an absolute nonsense number that they've made up. Okay. <laughs> so, or it's come from, like, a certain type of, like, old astrology, which I think might have something to do with that guy um, from the 19th century, the writer yeah. from England. Um, so, yeah, so they made up a number, and that's this is a very common tactic. They just throw numbers at people that haven't come from it anyway. Yeah. And they tell scientists and tell people who believe in a globular Earth. Um, I don't think anyone's called her a globular Earth before. No. But I am now. <laughs> what makes me think of uh, Lumpy Space Princess? <laughs> mm, that's the type. Oh my god. 
I could be curved. I could be curved. Um, yeah, whenever um, they always say that people, we all believe that because scientists are fed this information, but we've never seen it for ourselves. But we provide the math that works, and like, we, not me personally. And they say, well, you don't know that, you've not done that. And then they come up with math that does make sense, and nobody checks it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, they also talk about how water fills a container. So how does water stay on the surface of the Earth? It wouldn't stay on a curve. Unless we had gravity. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we don't have gravity. We have uh, negative and positive charges creating density and buoyancy. So right. It's such a shame that, they, uh, that that theory is stone-clad proven <laughs> I just my so favourite thing is facts they've got they just keep you tell them no because of this and then they go yeah but what about this it's like a massive game of do you know when you're, you're like a little kid and you're playing and you're like oh I shot you I shot you I was like no I was wearing a bulletproof vest you didn't shoot me and I've got a bazooka <laughs> yeah well I'm invisible <laughs> you know that's why it's like just constantly just adding shit on um, they also say that gravity can't be a thing because say you you know, uh, the Earth is rotating around the sun, orbiting the sun, because of the gravitational pull. And then the moon is is going around Earth. Why doesn't the gravity of the sun pull our moon away from us? And the reason is because we are very, very far away from the sun and not that far away from the moon. <laughs> so this gravity, gravitational pull is going to be closer f- to us for the moon. Gravity for a doesn't it? So this is how they get you. Um... Anyway, so... All these arguments sound an awful lot like that episode of All the Sunny where they're trying to prove the science is a bitch sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And if you haven't seen that, they're all morons. (laughs) So to understand why we can't go to the edge of the Earth, we need to know about Antarctica. Now, this bit actually is quite interesting because it, it doesn't quite add up, but it doesn't... I don't understand why it would make the Earth flat, but... Basically, there was a in the 1920s. It was a really famous naval officer slash explorer, and he went to Antarctica a couple of times. And he'd come back, and one time he came back and he was like, "Oh my God! If you go past the pole, there's this huge piece of land. It's like larger than the United States. It's massive. There's loads of minerals there. There's loads of resources. There's probably coal. There's probably oil. There might even be uranium there. There's it's a huge thing. Everyone's going to want a piece of this." Um, and then he goes back um, with the military. How do you know all that? It's covered in snow. Well, you, it, theoretically, okay. there's all this land which hasn't been mined, is, is essentially what he's saying. And it's like, oh, there's a huge wall, and like what I'm assuming is like a nice plateau, like a cliff. Um, so then he goes back. Then when he comes back from his next mission, he just never goes again and never talks about it. Okay. And then, pretty shortly after that, I think two years after he died, which was quite close to that, the Antarctic Treaty was made, where 12 countries around the world decided to demilitarise Antarctica and make it completely free of nuclear tests and radioactive waste and only allow it for peaceful stuff, to not have any land disputes. Nobody owns it, they? Yeah. Nobody owns anything in Antarctica. Um, And to promote... International scientific cooperation is the way it is. And now, 
46 countries, which is about 80% of the world population, has agreed to that, and it's not due to get renewed until, like, 2041, and it probably will be. It is a bit weird that, as a world, we all just decided... There's this place which has got all these things, and we're all just going to agree to leave it alone. I think that is odd. That is very weird, given how... (laughs) Yeah, and I completely understand. And a lot of people say knowing that is what made it click for them, and I can get that, because it does seem odd. Why would that be an automatic (laughs) explanation? No, not like... Oh, there's fucking aliens living there. Yeah, I don't understand why that... The, the next logical yeah. jump is that that's where the end, end of the yeah. world is. And you will fall off. <laughs> and also, why do they care so much that people know that? Why do they not want people to know? <laughs> if that's the truth, then just tell people. <laughs> don't go there, because you'll fucking fall off the earth. <laughs> oh, well, that's one of the big questions, isn't it? So... Yeah, it's really weird to have that unclaimed real estate the with all these resources. When we're, and also, this was 1959. Envi- environmentalism wasn't really a thing. No. So it they is... They want to get selling sunset, don't they? Christine would sell that shit <laughs> like crazy. Another sort of theory as to why they believe it is that... Not a theory. This is one of the reasons why they believe it, <coughs> is that... There's a map which looks like their view of the flat Earth, which is used by the US Geological Survey. I don't really know why that's proof. It's a net. It's just yeah, a map. It's just a net. Of <laughs> um, and also an element of ego, um, because the theory implies that you're the centre of the universe. Um, and right. that you know, we're not these tiny specks flying through... And that's what's going to pull me in. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Part of the portion. Yeah, I'm in. Um, there's a couple of other things which sort of suggest it. Flight patterns. Um, if you wanted to fly from one area in the South Hemisphere to another, which is far away, like from Australia to uh, Chile, you can't fly this straight. You always go to a lay-by or to have, like, one or two connections before you get there. It takes twice as long. It takes twice as much fuel. And they're doing this to confuse us so we don't think about it. Okay. Right? It's not for refueling. (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, (laughs) And, um, obviously, some pilots probably have figured that out. But who are they going to tell? Because if they tell someone, they'll get locked up. It's true, they'll have their licence taken off of them and they need that licence to fly to the end of the year. And and GPS was created by the US government, um, who obviously are there standing at the Antarctic border going, yeah. can't come in here. Yeah. No, 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 bye. Um, yeah, obviously, obviously the US government can have there. <laughs> so they can, they can fuck about with GPS, essentially, and make it not make sense. Um... Another thing, and this actually I found to be quite true in researching it, flat earth positive contents really hard to find. I can't find flat earth websites. No, but what I'm saying is, not facts, I'm saying like blog posts and websites. Oh, okay. The The stuff that comes up. Yeah, and even when I'm on YouTube, unless I specifically search one of the biggest names who's got 100,000 followers... When I search flat earth, what I get is debunk flat earth stuff. So, 
there probably is an element of deprioritisation because it's absolutely bloody nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, they think that's obviously the government trying to cover up. Well, no, it's the government trying to shut you up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tell me. So they also sort of say that there's been a lot. There's a lot of negative barriers to stop us from reaching Antarctica. Call negative nellies. <laughs> so it's what they call negative reinforcement to stop us from going to explore make, by making it harder. And um, we've got miles and miles of salt water between us. And it's not really inhabitable. It's really cold. And um, there's not plants and stuff, so it's not really something you can set up camp to avoid to stop us from going to the end. It's all manufactured that way. So why can't we dig down? Because obviously there's no molten coal, there's no coal. Yeah. So we know that. Well, yeah. Surely, if I if I just dug the floor to plant some flowers, I'd be in Australia. You think so? Well, no, you wouldn't. Because it's a flat plane. Oh, yeah, being the other side of the plane. What's on the other side? Space. No, no, but what's on the other side of the disc? Like, if you flip, like, the B side? It's just rocks. Ah, okay. Yeah, like a little floating island. You can't see me, but I'm making a floating island gesture. The universally acknowledged (laughs) It's like weighing a heavy breast. Um... (laughs) Universally at the we're in a heavy brass chest. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so as as can be confirmed, the deepest I not that I've confirmed it, but I've taken <laughs> I've taken Mark Sargent's word on this. The deepest hole that's ever been dug is eight miles below the surface, which isn't very deep. No. But it's because it gets progressively hotter. This is another part of that negative um, right. feedback loop to stop you from wanting to go further. Oh, this horrible. His <laughs> Trust me, bro. Mark's theory, or someone's theory, and Mark has told me about it um, via YouTube, is that underneath the earth there are gener- heat generators that have been placed there by these intelligent overviewers who've put us under this dome. Okay. Um, not molten rock. So what are volcanoes? Why are they volcanoes? Volcanoes are fictional to make us believe that there's a molten core. They were created... <laughs> to encourage that. This isn't the government. This is whoever made the world. Okay. Um, Why do they want us to believe this round? So that we don't dig down and go out. Why don't they want us to know it's flat? So there are theories. I don't really get any of them. (laughs) Um, Oh, another thing is, at one point, the military just started shooting, like, nuclear weapons up to the sky... And they think they were trying to shoot out of the globe. Okay. Um, but again, why why would you not think they're shooting at aliens? Uh, but aliens is clearly the answer to yeah. all of these problems. These people are fucking idiots. <laughs> so, um, now the best question is the why? Because why? It's the only why? And <laughs> um, most of the time in US they go, oh yeah, why are they trying to keep it from us? Because they don't want us to lose faith in them. But why didn't they tell us in the first place? Yeah. People get really weird about it. The best answer I could find is that is the idea of humans being in a cage and what that would do to our psyche. So some people say that we weren't ready for it back in the 50s and all this, but some people say that human nature... If we knew we were in a case, doesn't matter how big it is, 
it'd be the sense of feeling trapped, acknowledgement that there's something higher that's controlling us. Well, we are, we are trapped. We are trapped. <laughs> yeah, we're trapped by gravity. Um, and um, limiting, like. <laughs> It would create like mass hysteria if all if that all of that came out. So we're better off not knowing that we're captive to have a more realistic sort of life. Experience. Of <laughs> yeah, because if you if you if you put a mouse in a small cage, even a big cage, if they find the edge, they are, they act very differently. They act they they get stressed. The cortisol levels go up. But if you put a mouse in a huge enclosure where they they can't reach the end because there's water in the way, they act like they do in the wild because they have no difference. Humans aren't like that because we we're clever. Yeah, we're too smart. We're smart than mice. So and then we have got the illusion of free choice of you know well you can you can try and go to space and but they put all these barriers in the way like oxygen <laughs> and. We can't dig down because of the furnaces, and you know, and it, it gives the illusion of free choice. But we go, oh well, we don't want to do that because it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Limiting how much contact we have with the the walls of the dome. They know they they know humans pretty well. Whoever did this, don't they? <laughs> do they? It's just incredibly condescending. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just this sort of we're all too stupid to. To under, to appreciate it. religion as well, though, isn't it? <laughs> um, and also, they don't want us to know that our minds are so uh, powerful enough that we don't need to worry about things like fossil fuels and stuff like that. And that's why we're in a dome. What? Uh, okay, that bit is getting me. Why would you think we've got all these little people? But we don't want them to know that they don't need to worry about fossil fuels. It's the thing I just made up that doesn't exist. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, the idea, I think the idea is that um, they give us things to worry about to preoccupy and distract us. I've got so. plenty to worry about outside of fossil fuels. <laughs> plenty. I think. Yeah, I think they don't want people using the full capacity of their brains because if we're worried about if we're distracted by global warming and the concept of space travel, which is not possible, and the government knows this because we're trapped in a dome. We're not gonna be thinking about other stuff. We're gonna hundred percent gonna start telling people the reason I'm sick is because I'm too preoccupied by space travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, there's also <laughs> yeah, I've written here the globe theory is a prison of the mind, <laughs> which I believe is a quote from Flat Earth Dave, <laughs> Dave Weiss, <laughs> who is insane. Um, <laughs> He doesn't believe in COVID or dinosaurs. And well, I'm shocked. If truth comes out, obviously, because NASA's fake, NASA will be shut down. So lots of people will lose their jobs. Um, not just people who work at NASA, but contractors for NASA and whatever. Um, I have a job learning and about then, the disc. <laughs> on top of that, astrophysics wouldn't exist. Astronomy observ- observatories and all these people would be out of a job. It'd be mass because of all the, you know, gen- billions and billions of astrophysicists out there yeah. who definitely won't be able to find another job because no, they, they're this idiots. Shit, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, if I didn't have, if I, if, if I lost astrophysics, I, I don't know what would be left for me, <laughs> personally. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then, obviously, it's the shame of people, the shame that you would be forcing people to feel for not knowing that they'd been duped. Well, I didn't 
know because you've been putting all this shit in place. You've been putting fucking radiators under the under the earth and fucking big lights in the sky. So I did. I don't feel stupid that I fell for all that shit. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort, and I really wasn't thinking very hard about it. <laughs> well, then people will stop being like, "Well, why did you do this to the government?" Which is fair because why the fuck would the government hide it? Absolutely. And then. Do you remember you wrote saying the religions used to think that the world had this sort of firmament dome yeah. form? The worry is that religions will then go, well, we've been saying this all along. We've been, so fuck you, science. You know what else is wrong? Evolution. <laughs> and then science will be destroyed. <laughs> and the world what? will end. What about all the other things that we accept are right from the Bible, like the fact that human beings exist and the <laughs> fact that the sky is blue and that like people eat to be alive and stuff. Like biblical literalism, um, <laughs> which is a great phrase. So we already know that most flat earthers are already conspiracy theorists. I say that I kind of assume the flat earthers were just kind of like this was the one thing they believed in. Yeah, like they would maybe be more likely to believe in conspiracy theorists but no every single one of them is fucking bonkers well I would feel like if I if I thought I'd stumble on that and I, I truly thought it was real fucking all my life would be dedicated to thinking about that that's all I think about so I would not have time to give a shit no, about other stuff I think the thing is um, the problem is if you believe in flat earth you believe the you cannot trust and yeah. your entire reality has to change yeah. to fit the flat earth theory. So it, you can't trust anything. And that's a lot of the arguments that come up when you have when you try to argue with the flat earther is they will say, Well no, that's just not true, you've just been told that. You believe in scientism, which is not real science, just being told what the scientists have told you. Um so loads of them are anti-vaxxers and COVID deniers. One of them was like, 9-11 didn't happen. And then one guy was like, um, it's all linked to the transgender push to turn boys to girls and girls to boys, um, which obviously is what we want. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't really say any more on that. Um, I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, the general theme, like idea and the way the conspiracy nature of it comes from is that the government doesn't want us to know anything. They want us dumb and blind to the truth so they can inject us with our vaccines and teach us what we want through public schools and feed us GMO crops. Um, I'm uh, very good at it because everyone I know hates the government. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I'm right? very good at this. Um, uh, th- this guy who said this thing about the transgender thing had a quote which I love, and this is from the Behind the Curve documentary. And he's like, "They um, they can inject you with the heliocentric model, which is basically forced sun worship. Did you know they made up dinosaurs to perpetuate the six billion year old Earth? He just says it as one sentence. Kind of tattooed on me, um, Trump style." I don't want a t-shirt with that on. <laughs> he also says that NASA is, is means to deceive in Hebrew, or Nassar, as it's pronounced. It's not that it again, or anything. Like, taking it back to Paul McCartney, why would they give us clues that they're deceiving us? <laughs> I know, I know. Um... I also wrote at this part of my notes, who built the dome in capitals? Yeah. Is that why JFK died? And I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm assuming maybe JFK wanted to wanted to release the information. Got too close, flew too close to the dome. <laughs> so um, one 
thing the flat earthers are really keen to do is to tell us that you can see this for yourself. We've got proof. Despite the fact that any time they give us proof, we disprove it. We scientists disprove it, and then they ignore that. Um, but I've got two brilliant experiments that they did. So first of all, they used a really high accuracy laser gyroscope. It cost like twenty grand, right? Because if the Earth was actually rotating, the gyroscope would feel it, and it would be at fifteen degrees an hour. I'm just imagine the gyroscope being like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like, this obviously this is not going to happen. Um, Globebusters, Jaren and Bob were very disappointed to find out that the the gyroscope did in fact read. The gyroscope was broken. Uh, <laughs> so then they were like, well, obviously it's, it's for some reason reading the sky because the gyroscope has eyes and is getting confused by the sk- spinning dome. Um, so <laughs> they were really unhappy with that. So instead they put her inside a what's called a zero gauss chamber, which I don't really know about, but to see which sort of blocked exterior there's no gauss effect there's no gauss in the gauss chamber zero gauss chamber um, but it still moved at 15 degrees an hour and they they were like well that doesn't prove anything <laughs> I was like, it would have if it yeah. was the right so, results though so have you ever heard of the term confirmation bias yeah yeah so that's um, for those of you who, who haven't confirmation bias is that was really weird I didn't like that <laughs> I'm just going to pretend that you said no so I can tell you it said a few people um, confirmation bias is when you have an idea in your head and you only accept evidence which supports your theory I like the idea that I don't know what a confirmation bias is <laughs> yeah I've just decided that I lost the evidence and um, so if they have an experiment which comes to the wrong conclusion, they will do different experiments until they reach the conclusion they want. Yeah. And that is essentially just what Flat Earth is. It's just creating more and more of this massive web of confusion to back up the one simple fact that the Earth is not fucking round. I mean, that's what conspiracies are in general, and yeah. like, that applies to so many of them. And that's that's where it all falls to pieces is because like it's so clear that that's what they're doing so, so yeah so that was that was, I um the gyroscope thing made me laugh yeah but my favourite one was the laser experiment so if the earth's curved if you had a laser which could reach really really far yeah and you had three posts yeah I'm following um the light going at a perpendicular line to, to the Earth, as the, as the Earth is curving, it would hit at different heights on the um, on the posts. Yeah. Um, I will put on the Instagram a drawing of what I mean by this, but for your benefit, Portia. So that's if it was a flat Earth, it would be at eight feet high on these posts. If not, that one would be yeah yeah okay. So they did that. And they spent ages doing it. And then it didn't fucking work because they forgot that um, a light beam really, really far away is going to be huge. So they couldn't actually make it small enough to fit on the panels that they did. So then they went away and they came back and was like, okay, instead we're going to do it like this. And we're going to shine a light on one. And then I want someone standing way over there lift and hold up a camera to eyesight, which is the height that the light should be, and see whether they can see the light. 
they couldn't because no. the earth was curved so they had to lift the camera over their head for the light to, to be you know, aligned with it they were very upset but um, they did it wrong and they're going to try again <laughs> So that's like that's like the evidence. The main thing to sort of take home from all of that is that whatever you tell them, there is an answer to. Yeah. Um. But what I actually really enjoyed about about learning about it is is the community. They're actually quite cute when they're not being crazy. Mark, Mark Shark, 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 always says that they they set up flat Earth dating sites. Because oh. when you find out that you're a flat earther, when you find out that the earth is flat, well, not just that, but it's really hard to be with anyone who doesn't believe it because it's such a massive shift yeah. to, to how the world works. But they, it, they sort of use it as a really good way to sort of bond and get together. 90% of flat earthers are still in the closet. Um because of they're afraid of being shunned. Um, I love a good sexuality metaphor for something that's absolute nonsense. It's like they got something which is called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which is like the opposite of imposter syndrome. So in imposter syndrome, it's when you have a lot of qualifications, but you feel like you're you're not meant to be the there. Imposter. Yeah, I feel like um, you're not smart enough to do that. You don't know I'm enough. From now. But Dunning-Kruger Dan is the opposite, where it's like, with absolutely no evidence to support the claim, you think you're an expert, you know more than an astrophysicist. In this specific case, it's not specific to astrophysicists. But <laughs> Earthers generally tend to say that they're winning because they can never get scientists to answer them. <laughs> but scientists will answer them and they'll just ignore the yeah. answer. <laughs> so um, Neil deGrasse Tyson is um, known as the one who should not be named in the flat Earther <laughs> community. The thing is... A lot of scientists will not entertain it, which is reasonable because they will not listen to reason. So then they go, well, that's obviously they can't argue with me. They're just protect. They're just switching off from it. Absolutely, it's it's so stupid. It's again the sort of confirmation bias where it's sort of like them being like, well. I'm not going to listen to what you're saying. I'm just going to... You've not answered my point. Yeah. Even though you have. But your point, I've decided, is stupid. Yeah. And a lot of it comes down to the fact that they, they literally just don't understand. It's, they are so in denial about the idea of us spinning through space on a ball. They would rather believe that there is somebody who has trapped us under an empty jar <laughs> and heating the floor below us <laughs> and put on a massive light show on these ultra 4K TVs above our heads. It's a spider in someone's flat. <laughs> I, I feel like that would make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, a lot of them believe that there's no scientists, flat earthers, because once you get to a certain level of education... You're indoctrinated, and education owns you, and there's only certain things you can and can't say. Also, that, as a general but saying... Then, you're a dad, you're a dad, you're I'm a doctor not. when we've indoctrinated. Uh, well, you're indoctrinated when you... <laughs> indoctrination starts as soon as you start school, because one of the first things they teach you, shove a globe in your face, that's the earth. Yeah, but when did you, as a medical scientist, get you know, high enough that you got indoctrinated. No, but the, you, it's just been... It's a scale of indoctrination. You just continue to get indoctrinated through the educational education system. So they also say that um, scientists are too proud to admit that they've been wrong all this time. 
I mean, why didn't they just not be wrong though when they, they don't, like yeah, they, don't, they don't want the life, life's work to be a lie so they just they just agree with it but like at any point during their education they could have questioned it <laughs> they, they, all of them didn't but, and also teachers who do believe in flat earth can't say so they can't come out because they lose their jobs oh it's heartbreaking for them yeah. so sad there's a huge sort of war going on in the flat earth community as to whether or not there's a dome or, or not Okay. Math, our good friend Math. Yeah. Math Powerland. From what I've seen, the limited clips I've seen, I'm very concerned that this man has a significant mental health disorder. I mean, I think that's probably no. appropriate for the two of them. <laughs> but, like, to a point where it's quite scary. Um, he believes he created Flat Earth, despite the fact that I told you earlier that the first man who did it was in the 19th century. Okay. Um, not, not that he created the flat okay, earth, he, he created the theory. It. Yeah. Discovered it, that's the word. And he believes that Mark Sargent is an agent from Warner Brothers, because <laughs> Warner Brothers worked for the CIA, whose name is Dennis Luger, whose job is to confuse people into the wrong thing, even though Mark Sargent is massively a flat earther. Um, Why Warner Brothers? But he's absolutely obsessed with the being Warner Brothers. It's not something he said once or twice. He repeatedly has said it. Um, He said that he was asked to be part of the documentary I was watching. Um, The documentary people were like, he he demanded $5,000, 12% of all profits, to be guaranteed to be in 25 to 50% of the film, and he wanted the film to support his claim that Mark Sargent was a Warner Brothers executive using an alias. Uh, The film company then were like, we were unable to meet his demands. (laughs) (laughs) So Mark's really mad about the whole thing. Um, Not because... He's been accused of being a Warner Brothers agent. He knows the math is insane. Yeah. Um, I refuse to call him Math. His name is Math Powerland. Yeah, Math, math Powerland. Yeah. Um, so Mark is really upset because the infighting is, make, is making them lose focus of the main goal. The main it's making them look silly. It is. It is. I mean, these are very genuine, sensible people, and the intellectuals. <laughs> The idea is that if they're inviting, they can't focus on their main goal. It's, it's distracting them. And Mark uses a, a very interesting metaphor for this. You've seen Life of Brian. Yes. Of course. Do you remember when Brian is running away from the peasants? And his sandal comes off. Yeah. And they go, his shoe, his shoe. Oh, this means we should all take off our shoe. And then everyone's, no, it means that um, we should worship the shoe. And the other one's like, it's a sandal, not a shoe. And Mark's argument is that's what they're doing, is they're all arguing over what the shoe is instead of focusing on the real thing. <laughs> Without really grasping the fact that Brian's not the Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, they're all fighting over something um, without focusing on the real thing, which is worshipping Brian. Which is being wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It was the perfect analogy. I was just like, I can't. Amazing. I can't handle it. And then there's this woman called Patricia Steer. Patricia Steer is an interesting lady. She gives vegans and cat owners a bad name. She's quite a hippie, massive into her conspiracy theorists. She's worked quite closely with Mark and they they do podcasts together and stuff. 
but she's been accused of being a honeypot to lure in men because she's a woman um, <laughs> um, so to mislead them on the fa- on their flat earth journey okay. she's also been accused of being a lizard person okay yeah someone who drinks blood mm-hmm. transgender which is obviously as bad as being a blood drinking lizard yeah um and a CIA agent because her name is Patricia CIA and obviously the government would 100% make put that clue there for you <laughs> and well, her, what are we going to make up her name to be P- Patricia CIA yeah? yeah yeah so we don't forget which one she is yeah, yeah. well yeah what, what, we don't want to mix it up with <laughs> Patricia Mac MI6 CIA. do we <laughs> And also her last name is Steer, and she's there to steer people. Oh, my God. I think the government is smart enough to do all the shit, but then gives the the main agents, like, it's fucking really... They wonder Austin Powers really bad guy names. Bad coming up with fake names. <laughs> the one like, my name is... Floor of everyone. CIA. Bye. <laughs> Mc- telling the truth. <laughs> so... Patricia's really upset about this because she can't put her on. It's really stressful because even when she shows them proof, they're like, "Well, if you're CIA, oh my you gosh. can fake that." What must that feel like? <laughs> um, and she's like, "I don't know whether they're lying or they're so conspiratorial that they actually believe that this is happening." Then sometimes I worry that maybe I'm like that. And I'm just like, "Oh my god, is is Patricia about to have like an awakening?" Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she goes. But I know I'm not. Uh, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm so close, Patricia. At one point in it, she goes, you know, the only sort of trust I, source I trust is myself. I would only believe in the Boston bombings if that happened again. If my leg itself was blown off, I just don't believe anything anymore. But then she does believe that it didn't happen. So... <laughs> Also, um, I there was a bit of a will they won't they thing going on between Mark and Patricia, which I really okay. got into and mentioned several times in my initial write up. A lot. I'm surprised. Um, okay. I think Mark was really into Patricia. I want them to be happy together. I don't know if I want them to be happy. They <laughs> seem like pretty. Oh, no, but maybe they'll know each other. But um, I'm also pretty sure the Mark is with his mum. Oh. Doesn't believe in the flat Earth thing, which is hilarious. And yeah, and they was, and then Mark gets really bitter at one point because Patricia goes to London. This is not on topic. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I was really, really invested in them as a couple, and they never got together in the end. Oh, wait for the sequel. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> ahead of the curve. So you know the guy earlier was talking about the transgender agenda. Yeah. Um, he had a really good quotable bit that I thought you might want to hear. Absolutely. The idea that all flat earthers are stupid and believe anything and live in their mother's basement is wrong. It's the opposite. We test everything. We're all super successful or doing our own thing. I've met hundreds of flat earthers and none of them are living in their mum's basement, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, he was he was great at one point she's saying he's like right these books are like the the bibles of of flat earth right so there's one called the firmament vaulted dome of the earth there's one called the greatest lie on earth and then he's like and this one George George Orwell 1984 is a must read as if he had like was the only person and it's got nothing to fucking like (laughs) George Orwell must be spinning as much as the earth isn't in his grave at the the amount of people who like references oh book for stupid shit. I know. I just I 
feel really bad for him that he's become this, this like, is synonymous with idiots. Yeah, who <laughs> think they're very clever. <laughs> So, um, we mentioned earlier that Mark Sargent was on This Morning once. Yeah. Um, worth watching on YouTube. I watched, I watched it when it was on. Did you? Yeah. Oh, so not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Phil and Holly, obviously, I don't, do you remember it? Yeah. Would just not taking any of the shit. And at one point, Phil was like, well, I flew on the Concorde and I saw the curve of the earth. And Mark is like, well, and you like you just believe that you saw that, and Holly's like, "Well, it, you call him for a liar." And he's like, "No, I'm not calling for a liar. I'm just saying that's what you believe." <laughs> um, all life under just CGI, um, and Holly's like, "Well, we've interviewed Tim Peake. Who's Tim?" Like, and he's like, "Just a military officer who's acting." <laughs> <laughs> And it's, um, it's just it's so crazy. It is. Why has nobody seen the walls? Because the Antarctic Treaty is stopping people from going there. Why else would there be a treaty? Um, it's brilliant. <laughs> um, but that's just a... If you don't want to support his channel, yeah. that's a good way to watch him beating his it's, own. Yeah, it's, it's enjoyable to watch yeah. how baffled they are by him. <laughs> I watched a... Um, uh, uh, an hour long I told you I've been watching far too much of this shit argument between someone called Professor Dave Explains who's, an, who's a physicist possibly an astrophysicist and um, I think every bug is an astrophysicist oh, I, I, in my research they all have been um, and um, was uh, Flat Earth Dave who I mentioned earlier yeah. and they, they're just like oh my god I feel like so I, w- I watched this, and Flat Earth Dave is obviously making no sense, and he's talking over everything that Dave's, uh, Professor Dave says, he's correcting, and or ignoring, and changing the subject when it doesn't fit, or avoiding the answer, and, and all this stuff. But I have never seen a man get so angry as Professor Dave. He was like, you are a moron. Are you, are you this stupid? And it's like just an hour of him just... <laughs> Absolutely tearing this guy. And to be fair, he probably would have got his point across a lot better if you if he hadn't been just because he was like, "Will you stop just talking to me, calling me a dick for a minute?" <laughs> <laughs> a lot of scientists do sort of say we shouldn't really be shaming flat earthers and calling them crazy because mm-hmm. all it does is others them. So they're not going to learn anything. They're going to be backed into a corner and get their defenses up. But. It's not our job to teach <laughs> these people who don't want to learn, is it? It's our job to mock and bully them. <laughs> so he's like, it does seem harmless, isn't it? I always thought, oh, they're just stupid. Mm. But the amount of conspiracy to it, a flat earther is not going to believe anything a scientist says by, by nature, because in order for the flat earth model to work, you need an entire different reality. It but completely... Creates like this disbelief in all science, all, and and then it becomes a problem because what if someone in in a reasonable position of power believes it and then bans evolution from schools or doesn't take climate change seriously, <laughs> you know? And even though it does seem quite innocent, it, it's harmless on the individual scale. It's not harmless on a scale of power. And a huge influence. part of it is about 
like uh, like I said earlier with um, Sam Shenton, his his ro- goal was to teach kids this before they got indoctrinated. Yeah. Because why is it the first thing they teach us? They must have something to hide. Not because it's true or anything. First thing I was taught. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's probably finger painting for a long time. <laughs> Alphabet was probably <laughs> before astrophysics. It all comes down to this just thought that they, they cannot fathom one element of science which is proven. So they've created this huge world which allows them to disbelieve everything the government says which is part of the fun I suppose I'd be interested to hear a psychiatrist like sit down with one of them I wonder how much of it is genuine for all of them Uh, because I don't understand how you can be that stupid I don't I don't understand because some of them actually sound quite smart and I think some of them are very very clever con artists yeah because there's a lot of money made on YouTube and they have conventions and people pay them to speak and I think some of these you know higher ups in the it's all an act in order to get money yeah um, and then obviously there are people who believe it yeah but I, that's the only way that it makes sense to me that it's like that's a it's cultish point, that's, yeah that's very Cause it's, I, it's like a, like the sort of MLM influencers and yeah. that whole thing and the wellness cult and all that shit oh, like yeah. it's the same kind of thing but for the for the even crazier people who will invest even more into it so I was like I was saying that that Antarctica thing is actually quite interesting I might look into that at some point because it sounds yeah. quite, quite sounds quite it's, it's, it's probably some good, there's probably some good conspiracy theories about that and Mark Sargent as nuts as he is I don't know whether he's nuts or one of the con artists but um, he's actually a, quite a likeable guy <laughs> I don't know I just I didn't I, I found myself rooting for him a little I, I think that's just the nature of the documentary but I've, I've been watching his clues videos just to sort of get some a fuller picture of the theories yeah and I got to one um, and I was listening to it yesterday and he just starts making up a story. It's not. It's no more th- theories. He's like, what if this has happened before? And there was a, a society of very driven creatures, and they built a bridge and that was thousands of miles wide so they could reach the top of the dome. I didn't hear what happened at the end of the story. If I'm perfectly honest, but at that point it just became complete fiction. Like, and he was. Del- he, wasn't saying this happened it was just speculation i was like that's really weird just got a fabulous imagination and he should should just write sci-fi well i thought i actually thought that was a quite good little sci-fi sci-fi book that he wrote there's a little short story but i don't know i don't know as there's so much i could have done so much more i mean we've been doing this for at least an hour now haven't we but <laughs> At least an hour and a half. <laughs> I feel I feel like people need something to go off and read themselves when they finish. <laughs> I right, my take homes are if you are interested and feel like I didn't cover it enough, <laughs> behind the curve is on Netflix. There's a uh, professor Dave explains is the physicist who does a lot of debunking. And he, he's very good at giving you a concise answer as to why the things that they say doesn't make sense. Um, because it's very easy, if you don't know the maths, to just assume. Yeah. Um, then Flat Earth, Dave, I've listened to a few interviews with different podcasts. He's one of the proper wackos, and that's quite fun to listen to. I think his channel's called Down the Rabbit Hole. 
Oh, that rings a bell. I feel like I might have seen some of his videos. Possibly. Um, and obviously, Mark Sargent's clues is like the basis of it, which is is fun. If if there's anything I, d- I said which you don't understand, which is very likely, because <laughs> that, that was a little bit chaotic. Um, but that's weird. That's my recommended reading. I shall be. I'm, I appreciate that none of it is reading. It's all watching. You're right. I did very little reading for this. I read ab- about um, Copernicus. <laughs> Yo, I don't think I've, I've read a single book for Daddy, I've got to say. I mean, I know I haven't. <laughs> oh, I, I have got books where I pick things out of, but what I normally do is pick a topic for yeah, the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never read a book as research. I, I I think this has been one of my favourites to research. It was, it's just been the most ridiculous. It gives me a headache thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. It really fries my head. It's just, it's just so baffling that, like, us and these people grow up in the same world. We're both in the Western education system. We have a fairly similar upbringing. And then to just suddenly go in complete opposite directions on something as basic and fundamental as the shape of the planet is just... Nuts, isn't it? I just... It's the lens people will go to to avoid admitting they don't know how something works. Yeah. And, like, the fact that they call it science. They do real science and scientists don't because scientists do scientism and they just tell people things and you would believe it. But they real science has no scientific basis. They have no concept of what a true experiment entails yeah. and controlling it and controlling an experiment and the parameters you need for something to be scientifically viable yeah and but but to be fair they probably do but they just choose not to i just i feel like the whole conspiracy is a conspiracy because it just makes no sense to me and it hurts my brain (laughs) i remember at the start of that um this morning episode thinking i think these people are taking the piss and I can't remember what I thought at the end of it, if I still thought that, but I def- it definitely... I think it's just I can't wrap my brain around how someone who speaks reasonably intelligently gets to that point of ridiculousness and can truly believe it. Some of them seem with it enough that I think they're making it up. Some of them are so out there that it seems like genuine like medical psychosis yeah that's um, that's, that's gotta play a reasonable like with, with math powerland um <laughs> he went on this huge run like you'd be nothing without me like massive delusions of grandeur mm-hmm. and this like like imp- that sort of hallucination that people have been replaced the code out syndrome yeah capra syndrome capra syndrome Cap-Rat, yeah, um yeah. and the people are all um that's the dead that's the dead one yeah dead. um it's um, it's also over there. We're doing. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, you know the fact that he thinks that Mark has been is actually a a government spy and the it's all very. I think that if you're prone to psycho- psychosis and you're in this environment, that would feed your delusions quite well. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're all psychotic. That's not fair to people with psychosis but, but and to also have this group of other people like validating what you're saying 
Yeah. Like... Yeah, it's just... And a lot of psychosis is... is supported by your culture, which is why um, in certain cultures you're more likely to get a religious mm-hmm. um, hallucination. And I think that those who are more likely to fall into sort of conspiracy thinking will be attracted to something like flyers. And if they're already thinking about conspiracies because of a psychosis, that's going to just perpetuate it. Yeah. I, I do want to specify, I'm not saying they're all psychotic and I'm not saying all psychotic people would believe this. But some of them, I, there has to be an element of psychological discourse for, for, for some of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's there's absolutely no just... way. <laughs> there's no way that there's such a big and intense community of these people and none of them are sort of guided by mental illness. I think a lot of them just really like having some, like a group of people as well, which is really sad. Yeah, probably, well, probably is a part of it. Yeah, and I saw them do like this conference on, on the thing and they were just all really happy to be around each other and I, I don't want to be like, oh, it's cute because it's, it's weird as fuck, but, um, <laughs> but it's like... It is quite sad. Though. Yeah, it's lonely people, and that's, you know, if they're not great at socialising, that's their way of, I don't know, finding, like, a belonging, sense belonging. I think a challenge would be to find a flat earther whose only conspiracy theory is flat earth. I want to find a COVID-believing flat earther or a, a, a flat earther who believes left wing voting <laughs> completely sane climate change <laughs> protesting yeah there was a lot that I didn't get to cover as well so if you are interested please find out more <laughs> I know we're going to talk about it now we could talk about it for days yeah shall we wrap up yeah shall we yeah well Thank you all for if you listened. Yeah. <laughs> you fast forwarded to listen down. to us at the end. That's a bit sad, really. Yeah, I know what you're expecting to happen at the end. This is where we put the Easter eggs. <laughs> so, um, we I will be putting some of the diagrams that I discussed up on Instagram at Red No Dead Square Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, even though we don't use it very often, at Dead No Red. Oh, ready. Ready. Podcast. R E A D A I R. Do you want to drop your personal? No. No. Never mind then. Um, <laughs> Do you want to even say yours, Ivan? No, I don't. Um. Um. I'm, we are really glad to be back. I we know, are. I, I feel know. like I haven't summed it in this one, but I'm just really, really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, we've been. I feel like people maybe probably thought that we were just never coming back yeah. we were probably quite happy in that life but I hope you enjoyed it anyway <laughs> um, if you do have sort of like ideas or things that you want us to do then um, please let us know on the social medias yeah. um, because we're um, we're really hoping to get a bit more on top of it this time yeah um, we say it a lot, but this time we've actually done an episode. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. You haven't heard how many times we've said it in the last three years. Um, so, uh, in fairness, it's definitely been a case of... I mean, the fucking pandemic's happened and, and Bethan's a doctor. It's not that we've not wanted to do it. We, yeah. we are... 
probably have missed it. I, I missed feel like I'm trying to apologize for not doing my homework. <laughs> um, I always feel like that when I do this. I know we've not been on for we a while. We did our best, but our dog at our recordings. So, um... <laughs> Okay, uh, so it'll be you next. Yeah, next yeah. next episode it will be my story. I will try and sleep a bit more before that and so I've got a bit more energy. Um, and hopefully we will gradually get back into it so we're not as frozen and awkward. I'm going to take some ibuprofen so I've not got a massive flat earth headache. Yeah, good plan. Okay, okay. bye everyone. Bye.